1: On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show.
2: Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host class Sandful League.
1: As we are heading into round 15 of the Host Plus Sample League. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats it and a huge thanks to Audi solitaire Great deals across the entire range. Another big game this weekend as the Bays who have locked away a finals position. Men's they were celebrating on social media last night and they should. It's been an incredible season to date. They are taking on the Roosters. Uh, another big match considering that Sturt are only two points behind Glenelg so we thought we would speak to their head coach Darren Reeves. Uh, another big Game for you, Darren, against your former side. How are you feeling?
2: Hey good day guys, how are you going? Um, no excited, just another opportunity. North's obviously been able to play some pretty consistent footy over the last month or so and they've got some of their their high quality players back in particularly through the midfield with with Andrew Moore and, um, and probably Campbell Coon coming back this week. So they're going to be a real challenge for us and that, and that's a, a good
0: thing. It certainly will be. And last time we had John on, Reva, you'd won a few games, but it's been a pretty outstanding year for Glenelg this season. Even it must have surprised you a little bit with how well the team's gone? Yeah, I think
2: you never know when you come in and, you, and you've probably got some fresh ideas and... Um, You want to do things probably slightly differently than what they have in the past. So you you don't know how that's going to go, but the guys have been fantastic in buying in and Um, I've just been blown away, mate, by the way they prepare. You know, you you watch these guys, some of the the guys that are big names in the SNFL comp from afar and you admire what they do um, week in, week out, but then you come and see how they prepare and go about it and how they drive their standards. And It's been great to watch and um, a pleasure to to be involved with and and to coach.
1: Darren, do you celebrate the little wins? Uh, I'm talking about the fact that you've made finals, which is an achievement in itself, or do you keep the team focused on... The fact that the real stuff happens in September. I know there's different philosophies when it comes to to coaching and and celebrating the little wins. What's yours?
2: Oh, uh, I mean to be honest, I saw that on social media last night as well. I didn't realise myself, so um, <laughs> it was a bit of a <laughs> an eye opener for me as well. But I mean, we we celebrate the improvements that we see in our game. Like when we review the games back and things we want to work on and things we want to do well. And um, while our form over the last two weeks I mean, we didn't beat the crows the crows were too good for us a couple of weeks ago and then it was a real battle on the weekend we took away some real positives in some growth that we got on the weekend out of the week before so we really look at that stuff mate and how we can continue to improve and and the, the the idea is that we can try and peak and play our best footy in six, seven, eight weeks' time, and that's the plan, and we'll, just, we'll, t- we'll keep working away at that.
0: So just on that, Reeve, you talk about peaking come finals time. How does that look for the remaining four games of this season? Is it much of the same, or is it, yeah, look, we can try a few things, we can move a few magnets around and see what might work or what we might have to do come finals time?
2: A little bit of all of that, mate. I think we've definitely – we're able to rest a couple of guys on the weekend that were a little bit banged up and a bit sore, and – we're probably in a position where we can we can maybe do that over the last few weeks of the season. Um, it's a long season, mate, as you know, and some of our older guys are a bit banged up and a bit sore. And particularly the last month, then has been a bit wet weather footy, so we, we're able to do that with Cam Mcgree and Billy Stretch on the weekend. We, we get both of those guys back this week, which is which is pleasing. Um, we've got a buy obviously in the mix there as well. So a little bit of that there's a little bit of a thought process. Do we throw some guys in some different positions? And we've spoken about that and probably train that a little bit during the week and um, we'll look to do that a little bit but I mean, we've been pretty settled in, in most aspects. We've been pretty fortunate in terms of injuries this year as well so um, we won't change a lot. We might just try and tinker with the odd little thing and see if that works over the next couple of weeks And but we, we're pretty confident in what our best group looks like and what our best formula is um, so we'll just keep ticking away and trying to improve that.
0: Yeah, and so there's a bit of an anomaly in the draw where your next three games are away from home. So you've banked the wins early at home uh, and then you finish with South in the last game of the season. But good challenge away from home to see how the boys go, obviously leading into the finals.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like think I said earlier in the year to you guys that we, we obviously train at Derby a fair bit through the preseason. We plan to do that again over the next few weeks just to train at a bigger venue Um, just to keep working on how we want to play football, both sides of the ball. Um, But we get an opportunity to play at some bigger grounds over the next couple of weeks, so it'll be a really good test for us. But the confidence in what we do holds up, be it on small or or large grounds. So... But until we, we play more games on bigger grounds, you don't know. So it's going to be a really good challenge for us over the next three or four weeks.
1: Quite fitting that the reserves are sitting 12-2 at the top of the table too. So that's the the significance and signs of a really performing club, which I'm sure it puts a, a challenge for the players on the training track to show that no spot is safe with, with two highly successful and competitive teams at this time of the season.
2: The, the reserve guys have, have been able to play an outstanding brand of footy all year and I mean, there's, there's some incredibly talented players down in that group, be it young or some sort of mature, more mature age players. And um, there's a lot of blokes knocking the door down. And um, some of our Wednesday night map simulations have been really hotly contested over the last four or five weeks. And um, I mean, that's the way you get better. And um, they've been outstanding. And we look forward to seeing those guys continue to improve over the, the last part of the season and hopefully put themselves in a really strong position in, in four or five weeks' time as well.
1: I'm sure that can only mean good things for a, a club perspective too. my experience of being part of the the Sandful Finals, uh, when you've got your reserves playing in the finals as well as your senior team, that also means um, the whole club's out to support no matter what. So um, looking forward for, for membership, for supporters, for fans that want to go to Stradarama, it, it can't be anything but positive.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a, you, the the guy, the, the supporters that turn up and watch our reserves guys play football. Um, Saturday mornings, uh, they, what they know is they're going to get an exciting brand of football. They they go out and um, they they move the football around and they um, they hit the scoreboard, and, and it's been really exciting to watch them go about it. And absolutely, we, um, we we're definitely seeing more of our supporters turning up and watching our reserves guys go about it, which is a real positive thing. And I mean, the, to have both teams in the mix to play finals and um, there and thereabouts is really exciting in terms of the way you'll be able to prepare. and um, yeah, no, it's, a, it's an exciting time, but we understand we've got a lot of work to do to get to that point as well.
0: So, Reva, I want to know what has surprised you more this season. Was it the round, if I take you back to round nine, when you touched up the double blues by 105 points in the top-of-the-table clash, or Maddie Coulthard's season and uh, growth as the years gone on and obviously played in the AFL for Richmond on the weekend?
2: The first part of that, I mate, mean, we, we felt like we built right through the first nine rounds of the season. And that was almost the, the the point where we played as well as we could play at that point in the season. And then the second part of the season now around trying to, not rebuild, but trying to get to that point again. And we've had some challenges over the last couple of weeks. Um, but we feel we're on the right track to get back to that level um, in, in most aspects of our game, which is which is exciting. Um so we'll keep working on that. I mean, the Matty Coulthard story, mate, is phenomenal. Obviously, he was playing at Portnall. He played four games last year of footy. He hurt his ankle and missed the whole second half of the season. Um, had a great preseason with us. He's just got phenomenal attributes. He's got incredible leg speed, and his ability to be able to run at high speed for long periods is is outstanding. And then he's just got incredible... Go- I, I don't think in my time in football have I seen a more natural front and centre player. Like He's just elite at that aspect of the game. And... Um, I know in some contact with, with Matthew Clark, the head recruiter over there over the last few weeks, they've been blown away with his running numbers and his GPS numbers at BFL level. So it doesn't surprise me that he's been able to come in and impact and um, he's got a, an exciting career ahead of him, which is which is really pleasing.
1: So Darren, what's happening off the field, please? We, we've spoken a, a lot of football stuff. We like to get to know the people that make up the Host Plus Sandful League. Um, when you're not talking footy and leading the Bays to a 12-2 and record, what are you doing?
2: Um, I've got four kids, she so I'm um, I'm well and truly busy away from football. I've got uh, a 21 and an 18-year-old, 14 and an 8-year-old, so I've got a real mix that, um, of, of, of kids that keep me busy. Um, so I look to try and spend a lot of time at home with them and I've got a business in the background as well that my business partner and my wife are sort of keeping afloat and, and making sure that it's on the right track in the background there, so I try and get involved in that a little bit when I'm not at the footy club or not um, thinking football. So... Got lots going on, mate. It's a busy life, but um, it, it uh, makes the weeks go quick and it's an exciting time.
1: Now, Dan Menzel and his fiancée are expecting their first child. And what happens now, Darren, and I didn't do this, is people get together and they do these really cool gender reveals and stuff where they pop yeah. balloons. And did you do any of those gender reveal kind of things? No, mate, that wasn't a, that wasn't a thing back <laughs> in my time. Do you but we
2: all know from my own. My own perspective: we didn't find out what the first one was, but we definitely found out what the next three were. Because it just made life so much easier yeah. to know what you were having and being prepared, ready to go. So I'm
0: glad you um, I'm glad you yeah. said that, Reva, because that's exactly what we've done. We found out, so uh, that's some good advice from you.
2: Yeah, mate, it just makes life easy for you. How how far
0: away, mate? Uh, October, so a couple of months to go. Very good. We'll get plenty of sleep between now and then. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's
1: what I'm trying to tell him as well. That's why I said I've looked <laughs> tired for the past seven years, and you've probably looked tired for the past 21. So um, hopefully 21 years, you yeah. get some rest, and uh, good luck on the weekend, mate. It's always a pleasure to speak to uh, the coach of a Sandful team, and Glenelg have been outstanding this year, and I think it's good for the competition. We, we, we've we seen so many people head to Stradarama, but it's it's not just the, the wins. It's the way you've been playing, but also the personnel you've got. So All the best this weekend, and I'm sure we'll speak to you as we head into the finals because the Bays have locked away a final spot as well.
2: Appreciate it, guys. Keep up the good work.
1: Darren Reeves, the head coach of Glenelg. Men's, I I didn't want to say it on the phone, but for me, it has a a lot of North Adelaide about um, the club like last year. You know, they were brilliant in the reserves. They were brilliant in the seniors, and they were brilliant in the women's competition, North Adelaide too. But when you've got a healthy club, healthy competition, that can only mean good things. And if you've got kids
0: playing footy, It's like a destination club. It is. It certainly is a destination club and, they have the depth there but also what I like about that is they have the top end talent and a lot of teams have top end talent mm. and as a coach you've got to work out how you get the best out of that top end talent and he is doing it in spades at the moment at the Bays also like the point he made there around them training at Thebeton Oval leading into the finals it's a bigger ground it's much more like Adelaide Oval than oh, the Bay yeah. so it makes so much sense and again that is these are the small percentages that some teams get over others by making decisions being proactive organisation and planning and, and that will hold them in a really good position.
1: You have someone like Liam McBean, who's come over to South Australia after being in the AFL system, and he's got longevity. I think sometimes people come into the sandfall to quickly prove a point, to get a contract somewhere else, or they're here short term.
0: Someone like him, he's been great for not just Glenelg, he's been great for the competition. Huge for the competition. He's won three Ken Farmer medals, Mm. a chance to win his fourth this year. He is, without a doubt, one of the best players to play in this league, and People probably when I when I say that will go really is he? But he's won three Ken Farmer medals. He's played state foot. He's been state captain. He's done so much, and he's done so much for Glenelg, and you mentioned it, and the competition. So they have some really good players there, but they are a really good group at the moment as a footy club. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats
1: the Host Plus Sandful League. A big thanks to Audi Sol. Let's great deals across the entire range too. We will head into your power rankings next, men's and your tips leading into another big round of football, round 15 of the Host Plus Sandful League. This is the Sandful Show on SEN.